Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about the things that have pleasantly surprised us in the land business. Before we do that, though, let's talk about rocket print and mail. And uh, actually, it's a really good day to talk about this because they're having a two-day flash sale. It actually started yesterday. Today's the last day. So if you need mail... You need to get out there and get it from them because they're the best. Justin and I both run our business on them. We couldn't be happier. It's quick, easy, and by far the most effective way to get your letters out. So go check them out, rocketprintmail.com forward slash cash Fridays. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. Maybe we need to throw that. If you got that email handy, will you throw it on the socials too? Maybe get it out there so they can see it in the, the Casual Fridays group. Yep. Cool. I appreciate that. Today is Friday, April 21st, 2023. Yeah. That is my sixth year of being self-employed will be this Friday. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's a, 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 I don't have a big HR department to come give us a pin or a stone on like we used to do at the railroad. Every every milestone, you would get like a, a, a medal or yeah. something that says. You hey. wouldn't have made it six years if there was an HR department. <laughs> uh, I am the HR department. I do what I want. <laughs> so it's, uh, but it's it's kind of fun. You know, we always talk about, well, it's easy in the land business to go to the negative mind space and say, oh, they're getting screwed out of this, or I didn't get this, or my things aren't that. But I, today's topic kind of flips that because, I think over that journey and throughout talking to other people in like the different groups and masterminds and uh, course and consulting and things of that nature, there are some things that are pleasantly surprising in the land business that kind of make you go, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, and warming up to this, you you named one thing that was, I, th- I know you said it in gist, but you said it and you said, you can actually make money in it. Yeah. And that that is pleasantly surprising because... I am living testament that I left a six-figure job, or I got voluntold to leave, and it has been able to maintain that lifestyle throughout this that that time period. So yes, that is a true pleasant surprise that it actually did work. Yeah, no, I actually still remember. I I seemed like I have this conversation every time I'm on a strategy call, but it's, it's um, people are always like, "Well, who who do you sell this to? Who actually wants this stuff?" You know, uh-huh. that's that's kind of a pleasant surprise itself. Is like how many people there actually are that want it. Yeah. Because when you're not in the niche, especially when you're new and you don't know, you, you just can't have any idea like yeah. how many people actually are looking for raw land. Yeah, I, I still remember the days of when I, I remember this. I was at the railroad. I'm sitting there, and you called me. And you go, holy crap, somebody sent me a letter back for five acres for 500 bucks. And I remember this vividly because I'm sitting there, and I was like, I will buy every five acre you can get for 500 bucks. And you're like, well, why don't you do it yourself? And so... Seeing that and seeing those first letters come back, it, I one of the things that's a pleasant surprise for me in this in this business is when you get a letter back that's signed and they actually own the property and they actually want to sell it for the price you gave it to them. And it's just like you call them and you say, hey, I got your letter back. Everything's good? Yeah, just tell me where you're closing it at. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, that's you're going, holy crap. Mm, that's how I bought my first three properties was someone just signed the letter and sent it back. In fact, that was... I think made it more nerve wracking. Yeah, it, it does because we're so used to there being so much hair on the deals that when it goes smooth, you're 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 kind of pleasantly surprised. It's just it's you're flabbergasted in a way. Well, I was thinking on that one because that I had already had you know, one hundred and fifty thousand calls telling me to screw off at yeah. that point on my first mailer, which I didn't expect. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I got them. 
three back in the mail that uh-huh. someone had just signed the contract on, right? Yeah. I thought I was like, eh, I don't trust this. <laughs> I'm gonna call this guy. He's gonna tear into me. But um, no, it was real. So that was that was yeah, that was good. I, I'm glad you said that because that that feeling of when you call somebody back and I get to relive it with like Peyton is going through. She's been here. Y'all heard from her a couple weeks ago on the show, but. You know, I forced her to go right into the phone. Like I didn't like take that away. Hey, you want to listen? She listened to me talk a couple times. Or if she can't get a deal closed, or kind of struggling with it, we'll play off of each other. Said so she'll hey, let me get my boss on. Maybe he can figure it out with you, and then she'll throw me on. But it's a pleasant surprise when you call them and you're expecting the worst. You're expecting you're getting set up. They're going to yell at you, and it's a sweet old person. Or, or I say sweet old person. It's just a sweet person on the other side. They're a human just like you, and they. They tell you about their life and how they got the property and kind of how the dream has changed or, you know, why they're wanting to offload it because of health or husband passed or a wife has passed or, you know what, we just, we're too old to live out in the middle of Colorado right now, you know, and, and it's a, it's a pleasant surprise when you get to meet these people because a lot of times you hear back from them a couple months later just to say, hey, they, I, and I've done that multiple times where they've called and said, hey, do you remember how you sold or you bought my property from me? I just calling to see how everything was going. Did y'all get it set to a new family? Because we do tell them that we buy it to sell to a family. Hey, what kind of family did you get? And they want to know because they're part of that journey. But there's also um, not just in our land business, but because we're in the role we're in, mm-hmm. hearing all sorts of like everyone else's stories. Yeah, you know, there's been some things that just thoroughly shock and turn into a pleasant surprise. You know, yeah, good. Give me one. Well, I mean, the the one that made the jumps off my head is the one we just talked about in there with Matt Werner. He seems like he's had two deals lately that just came. We had the oyster farm. Yeah. The oyster farm. And then, um, the, the, the coal, but yeah, yeah that one didn't come to fruition yet. I don't think. No, but, I, the guys went dark on him on yeah. that, but it's, it's fun to have that dream about it. Yeah. I mean, those, those were, I don't want, I don't know the exact specifics, so I don't want to get into it, but and maybe, you know, better than I, but like mm-hmm. just great properties for, they can make a ton of money for very little, little on the investment side. Yeah. I, I, I'll leave his details cause we don't have kind of really, his his blessing to go too far into that one but it, it'll kind of follow along of one one I had I had uh, two years ago I bought a property in Oklahoma and it was a trust that a family had owned generationally and then it got separated up as some people passed away and they actually separated it right so the brothers got I, I can't remember what it is I, I want to say it was 20 acres but it could be 17 could be 22 so, so I'll call it 20 acres just for simplicity of the story and um they uh so they had it legally. I bought it from them. They they sold it to me. We went through title. We did the abstract. Everything came back good. Well, what we didn't do was separate it for them for surface only. Um, so I got, they actually had the minerals and didn't know it. So pleasant surprise for me was a couple months back, I get a guy reach out and says, hey, you've got 20 acres here. You still own the minerals because I always separate. I always sell surface, surface only. And so it was a going to negotiations with them and you know it was something that was going to pay me like 20 grand i paid like twelve thousand dollars for the property so i was going to get a 20 grand kick up front plus a small percentage of royalties later if i wanted to take that knowing that we have friends in oil and gas i said hey what should i do here and they said oh no tell them you want you want to participate and i was like well, what does that mean he goes they've got producing wells all around there tell them you're going to participate your piece of that and, and you'll, you'll make a ton more money and i was like okay so i want to participate so that's kind of where we're at now but it's you know you you hear about that oil and gas people making it in these big booms. Well, that's not going to make me wealthy, but I've always done that from the very beginning and held the minerals that any minerals that we could get and, and hopes that something would happen. And, and it happened once. And so that's kind of cool. And his followed suit with that. It, he was getting a property that was going to end up getting a lease out of it. That was a really, really worthwhile lease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and sometimes you talk to people too, and you 
they're just like you know normal people just like us right and then yeah. all of a sudden they find out like their note portfolio size or something you know yeah. you're just blown away by that okay so that's a pleasant surprise for you as a coach yeah just to see like like man you, you know you're probably doing well and then all of a sudden you're like holy <laughs> you're like not just doing well you're killing it yeah okay um, Okay. And then sometimes you get a good property back, you know, like I've gotten some lakefront property back that you just don't expect. You send a mailer out and all of a sudden some okay. beautiful property comes back that you wouldn't even want to sell. Of course <laughs> you do. But, but you know, you get like a great property back. Yeah. I think one of the ones for me is when you do start surveying properties, you, you get, you find property. Like it, it comes back. So there's always a risk when you survey it. And that's why you see on like the, the farm and ranch contracts, it'll have, you know, you're paying by acre for a property. And so when you survey it, it could come in bigger. We've had some that we thought we're 1,218 acres and it come back eight acres short. But, you know, we had one that came through the master class that I was a part of on the deal and we found 12 extra acres when they got it surveyed. So when you're talking, and it wasn't a very big deal. It was, a, I think it was a couple of 40 or 50 acres and it turned out to be like 62 real acres of what, what it worked out to generated an extra 60 grand for that project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's, that's a really a pleasant surprise. Yeah. And we had the surveyor come out to the, talk to the master class and he's like, I don't remember exactly what his words are, but he's like, yeah, it's never going to be exactly mm-hmm. 200 acres, right? Just yeah. spot on the dot. And I was just thinking about that because before we were doing this, I was looking at a ranch in, uh, here in Texas. It was 445 acres, and I noticed the the realtor had put plus or minus 445 acres. Yeah. And I was like, well, he's had that talk before. Yeah, and, that, and that's a common thing. We'll see the more or less. You'll see the M and L or the plus and minus, so more or less or plus and minus. So it's that's a fun piece for it. Pleasant, other pleasant surprises. What's another one you've had or you've gotten? Mm. I think for me, I, I've got another one that just comes to mind is when a property, you, you send it to a realtor to list and they come back and they have their price and they have the data to back it up is just way through. Like you you bought it for, let's say, I bought it for $15,000. I'm thinking it's going to sell for forty, And they come back and they're like, oh, yeah, $75,000. I have, have a guy that wants to buy this today. And you're going, holy crap, did that 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 just happen? It's kind of like golf. You know, you have so many subpar hits, and then you have one that you launch, and it's perfectly lands on the green and lands within an inch or two of the cup, and you're going, man, this is this is why you're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me of one of, one of probably one of my favorite stories in the, uh, for land is we bought a property in Oklahoma that mm-hmm. started as a massive headache with the neighbor, you yep. know, the barbed wire fence guy, whatever. Um, but we go to sell it, and the guy – I think I had to post it on Craigslist too because he called me, or yeah. we had to post on Craigslist. He called me, but he's like, hey, "I'm in Alaska. Yeah, I've been trying to buy some some land. If you'll hold it for me till tomorrow, I'm gonna fly down with a suitcase full of cash. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there tomorrow with eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, buddy. Sure, whatever. <laughs> and then, sure enough, he's there the very next day. Yeah. How how many deals have you done with cash? Like somebody's handed you actual cash? Oh, no, I've done one. Yeah, yeah. So I've had to do. I've done two which was the weirdest thing. I was so freaked out that I've met them at the courthouse and both of them in Oklahoma where I drove up, met them at the courthouse, recorded the, handed the the recorder, the deed that they recorded it right then. They handed me a bag of cash and I'm walking out of the courthouse with a cash and I've got like my gun on my hip, like worried I'm going to get robbed down the street uh, with a paper sack full of $100 bills. Mm -hmm. And then walking into the bank with that, that's another trip in itself. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That that's definitely one I'll never forget because um, it, it's you know a it sold the first day yeah right and b he flew from Alaska within twenty four hours just to buy it yeah you know and that's cool when a property will sell that quick a yeah. when we first start this whole industry you don't even think anybody wants this stuff yeah to all of a sudden they're buying it the day it goes on the markets and sometimes into bidding wars yeah I yeah that's that's a, a bidding war is always a pleasant surprise hey we've got three offers to choose from and you're going oh shit which one do I pick which one do I pick. 
I uh, I still remember having those conversations when getting started in this with those with with friends and confidants, and they're like, I don't think this is ever going to work. Like, who, who? What are you doing here? And you know, it, it has, and it's done really well. And I, I've had friends come back later and said, man, when you talked to me about this, I should have jumped into it with you. And that's, and that's good to see that they've seen the progress and they see where it's gotten us to. Um, but it's, uh, I don't want to say it's been for the faint of heart because there are times where you're, you are, you are gambling on a, every day you're using data and you kind of have a, an idea of what's going to take place or what's going to happen or what the property looks like, what it's worth. Um, but you still have some sense of uncertainty there. Mm-hmm. Especially when you go to these people and you tell them, you ever heard of Brewster County or <laughs> Mojave County or something like that? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've got this great idea. I'm going to buy a bunch of desert land. Uh-huh. I'm going to turn around and make a killing just selling it. Yeah, that's that's what you do, right? Just <laughs> trading those desert squares and making big bucks, yeah. big, big bucks. And it's 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 always a fun ride. And I think there's more ways that – I'm trying to think of anything else that's like surprised me in this. And it's while – I think one of the things outside of the actual – piece of the deal the mechanics of the deal is the community around it and the 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 information that gets shared and the transparency a lot of people have and you know the the camaraderie that takes place in this niche because the niche is relatively small mm-hmm. um i think in the last four weeks i've talked to uh, six coaches that have have their own course or podcast and content creators that have reached out just wanting to touch base on stuff because i think with anybody the market's getting a little funny and people don't know quite the direction they're wanting to go. So they're wanting to either say, Hey, am I, am I thinking crazy or what are your thoughts? And we're going from there. And so it's uh, it's fun to me to see that piece of this business, you know, while it's not the technical piece of the deal, it's part of the industry. It's part of the niche and, and kind of what happens in, in this, in this, uh, this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would hundred percent agree with that. Like it, it's not exactly the land business, but if you talk about, you know, our coaching, whatever, mm-hmm. because we're, it's land coaching, mm-hmm. just all the relationships and people we've met that we would never, Ever have met. Yep. You know I mean, spend a strong majority of our week talking with people that through Zoom, <laughs> you know, who are like friends, you know, and so it's not like friends. They are friends, right? Yeah. So it's, it's just cool. Cool, man. Well, let's wrap it up today. If y'all got any cool things that have happened to you over this that you just, you know, it was kind of like one of those aha moments or something that stuck out, you know, I, I'd love to hear them because I, I think that they, they ring true for a lot of us of, you know, ease a deal that just happened to be easy or, uh, pleasantly surprised with the value created or, you know, whatever else that may be. Yep. Yeah. Let us know. Um, and uh, go on our social media and let us know too. Let's get some traction there. Okay. All right, guys. Well, uh, while you're doing that, make sure you're liking, follow and subscribe and then go to iTunes, go search or go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, review and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.